This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a lovely podcast for you. Al, how the hell are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, Jerry. You know how there's like uh, every day there's a, you know, donut day. Yes. A coffee day. Slurpee it's day a, was uh, Tuesday. Yeah, there's all these different days. And uh, normally I don't pay attention to them because there's too many of them and they're just like stupid. But there was one I was, there was a story I was going to bring up to you today anyway. And it also happens to be National French Friday. Oh, I did see that. So I mean, I get free fries if I go somewhere. I don't know. I, I'm sure there's some sort of deal at these uh, places. Yeah, like they always do. And they try, you know, they get you in there. They give you free fries, and then you buy yourself a burger or something. And they they end up making money or whatever. So um, we had talked about in the past. I think we had talked about like fast food back in the day versus fast food now, sure. and did they change things? You know, because we talk about how heavy uh, people are now compared to in the '70s or '80s. Uh, so I actually listened to a podcast oh, by uh, a, a writer named uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. He's a, f- a famous guy, a uh, famous writer, philosopher type guy. Nice fella. But I, I saw it on this, you know, I'm always against seed oils. Yes. So I followed this seed oil Twitter feed and they had posted this podcast from a number of Eddie, years ago. Can we isolate ago. that? <laughs> <laughs> they posted this podcast from a number of years ago and it was called When McDonald's Broke My Heart. Interesting. And he talked about the history of the McDonald's French fry mm-hmm. and how they changed the formula in the 1990s, which I had heard, and why they did it and what changed. So I thought it was interesting, and I thought I would sum it up for you. So prior to 1990-something, I think it was like 1991. Okay. They McDonald's, from the get-go, since they were a one-single location in California— they always uh, fried their fries in beef tallow, which is like beef fat. So that was what gave them uh, this particular favor, flavor and all sort of thing. So there was a very rich man who in the nineteen late 1980s, early 1990s, he was 43 years old, very rich, and he had a heart attack. Okay. He did not die, but he had a heart attack, and he felt that the reason he had the heart attack was uh, based on the way... Uh, based on like fats, food fats, mm-hmm. and cholesterol, and that yep. sort of thing. So he had all this money in the world to go directly after McDonald's. And he wanted McDonald's to stop cooking their fries in beef and tallow because it was animal fat. And he thought <clears throat> thought back then that this was what was causing all these problems in people. So 
I, I, he said he, the guy bought a Super Bowl commercial. Wow. Yelling at McDonald's, no like kidding. all this stuff. And they eventually caved in. And then McDonald's started cooking their fries in some sort of seed oil, like a vegetable oil, a cottonseed oil, these sort of things. But it, that it dramatically changed the taste of the fries. So he went to some food place and did a taste test with uh, millennials, as he called them, because they'd never tasted the McDonald's fries. And he, they set up the fries like the way McDonald's currently does the fries the beef tallow fries and some other combination. And everybody loved the beef tallow fries. But that this one guy got McDonald's money. And then when McDonald's changed, all the others followed. Because the idea... Cheaper, probably. It's cheaper. And the idea back then was if this guy's using all his money to say that the animal fats are what's making us fat and killing us, then we got to do something or we look bad. And then when the other companies like Wendy's and yeah. Burger King saw, well, if McDonald's is doing this, we have to do it. So that Follow one the man. Leader. Follow that, the leader. That one man changed the way McDonald's fries are. Yeah, one man with a lot of money. Yeah, well, but what's funny now is like now in the uh, the food ingredients world that I am living in these days, all the rage is to get things cooked in beef tallow. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like these well, industrial seed oils. These, we've had these cycles. We've, we've yeah. talked about this before. Cholesterol's horrible for you. No, it's not. Can't eat eggs. Yes, you can. You can only eat the egg whites. Uh, actually, the egg yolk is nutritious. Right. No one knows what the hell's going it is on. And you can find a study that yes. shows either one. If you found out, and I don't believe this to be the case, but if I told you 10 years from now, we learned that olive oil, was eating away our insides slowly, and they were going to cause colon cancer. Yeah. Would you be shocked? No. And nope. yet, it, same way in the 70s, we didn't know. I mean, it's just, we're, I, we're constantly learning, and clearly, you can make a case for anything you believe. Yeah. And I it's know, that's, terrible. That's the thing that's so hard about trying to find the truth in Anything you're looking for. I don't... The one thing I would say... Certain things clearly are universal. But I do think everybody's body is different. Everybody's genes are different. Their family history is different. This is not... It's not a one-size-fits-all. It's just not. Well, they in this podcast, he was talking to this rich guy's daughter. And she was kind of laughing. And she said, you you know, high cholesterol is also hereditary. Mm-hmm. And she said her family has a history of terrible cholesterol and that he went after McDonald's. And won. And won, even though it was probably mostly his hereditary genes. Right, it wasn't what he was eating. That gave him the heart attack because yeah. he was in shape, she said. Yeah. He was physically in good shape at the time he had the heart attack and he survived the heart attack. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just very interesting now to see. Um, one of the few places that I'm aware of that that uses beef tallow in their stuff to get their uh, their food a particular flavor. I've read Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh yeah, cooks their wings in beef tallow, which is how they get some sort of different flavoring. I don't know. They taste like wings to me. They do taste like wings. They're, They're wings. Yeah, I, I I don't go there often. <laughs> uh, we I went there. It was it was in between Rutgers games. Meaning, like a it was a it was like a Tuesday Saturday thing. I think we went like on a Thursday night in uh, 
on Route 9 in Marlboro. Fine. I didn't know. Like, I saw a Buffalo Wild Wings in the middle of Nowheresville, Indiana. Yeah, sure. I don't know why I, like, if that I saw. That surprised you? Yeah, I don't know why if I saw a McDonald's, I would have been like, oh, of course. No, Buffalo Wild Wings, pretty big chain. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize they were like. They advertise NFL games, you know? Yeah, that's true. That is a nationwide chain. Yeah. You know what I would like to try, which I never have, but I saw it a lot in Virginia, Hardee's. You ever go to a Hardee's? Yeah, I did. And when I was in Florida, that we had Hardee's. We don't have them by us, no. do we? Roy Rogers and Hardee's used to be the same thing, but just oh. they, would, they were named different places, different things in different places. Interesting. I believe. And I liked Roy Rogers back in the day. Yeah, but Hardee's had the roast beef sandwich was their big thing. But yeah, I used to go when I was in Florida. I'd like to I had, to uh, when we were coming back from Virginia, the idea, the plan was to stop at a real restaurant because we were coming back Sunday after the games and we were scheduled to play at 1045. And then if we won, we were playing at one, which would have put us in the car about 315. And the idea was to go to a real restaurant and then about 415, get in the car and hopefully be home by 10, 10, 10, 15, whatever. Well, because of the length of the game that was played at night at 830 and Long story short, we didn't get into the car until almost 5 o'clock. There was no way I was going to stop for an hour to get like a – not at yeah. 5. I wanted to get home. So we wound up going through a McDonald's drive through uh, which I, I don't do very often. Not with the kids they do, but I don't really do. So I wound up with – I just got two small cheeseburgers, no fries. I got to tell you, I felt fine. And that, those fries kill me. I like the way they taste, but in the past, like my stomach feels like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's the fries. Yep, the fries, Jerry. As much as I like them, I'm like, I didn't have them. And I felt, actually, I don't say felt great. I ate two little cheeseburgers. I was like, it's not bad. People always love the McDonald's fries. Whenever they tell you, like, you have to pick one item, one menu item from a different uh, fast food place, the McDonald's always gets the fries. Really? See, I wouldn't. That would not be my choice. And Burger King always gets the onion rings. I would would agree with that. Because you can't get those in other places. Uh, Then that's probably why. And Wendy's would be the baked potato. Yeah. Love the baked potato with the broccoli and the cheese. Now, I haven't done that in years, but God, that sounds amazing. I always preferred the uh, Wendy's nuggets over McDonald's nuggets. I agree. I do not think the McDonald's chicken nuggets are very good at all. Yeah. My kids like them. I think they're... I like McDonald's. I don't like that. Yeah. You go with the two cheeseburger, no fries. Yes. And that works for you. And I got like when I... Because it was to go... So it wasn't like you could sit there and drink soda. All I got a, a twelve ounce cup. I got the small cup of Coke, which I was a treat. Oh, I miss that. Just enough for the taste. Like it's one of those things. Like, why can't that be not terrible? Right? Why can't? Why? God. Why can't we have fun things? Like, I love Coke. I really do. I don't drink it anymore, but I love it. And it's like, oh, especially the fountain Coke. So uh, good. On a very recent Joe Rogan podcast with the comedian Tom Segura, they were talking about how the Cokes taste better at McDonald's on purpose, that McDonald's cut some deal with Coca-Cola back in the day. Really? Where because McDonald's fills your cup with ice, Mm -hmm. they have a higher ratio of syrup to seltzer. Really? Than any other place you'll go. That's interesting. And that it tastes, that the Coke tastes better. It is good. At McDonald's. I'll tell you, I enjoyed it the other night. I did enjoy it. But you did the right thing. You got the small amount. I had the small. You had a, a a nice taste for yourself. Yeah, it was good. To go with your burgers. Yeah, it was good. And you hit the road. Was, and that was the, my only meal of the day. Who ordered perfect. the largest meal? Um, One of your sons? Ma- Matthew. 
Matthew. Matthew got 20 nuggets and large fries. Although, interestingly <laughs> enough, he doesn't eat the fries. But he got 20 nuggets. He, he pounded he the, to 20 yeah, nuggets. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And Matthew is rail thin with an eight-pack now of a stomach. Yeah. And he just, when we order, a, I have to order two pies now when we get pizza because he eats six slices. I'm like, dude, if I have one slice, I feel like crap, and I love it. Like, you just had six of them. Like, holy I know. It is God. incredible what a younger body. Yeah, but I never had that body. So he's absorb. got he's got my personality, but Kim's body type. Kim's always been thin. He's re- I don't want to say he's real thin. He's strong now. He, he lifts a lot, but he's he's got like an eight-pack. Joseph has Kim's personality. Sadly for him, more of my more of a combination of the two of us, but you can tell he's a little bit bigger. He's my body. I feel bad for him. <laughs> he's gonna have to, but he's gonna be six foot. I mean, he's already taller than I am now. Oh, there you go. He'll be fine. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, hmm. uh, I've been noticing on my uh, Twitter timeline. You know, you get ads on Twitter. Yeah, sure. I'm getting two ads in particular over and over and over mm-hmm. again. I'm getting a game, a desktop game that okay. you download. Mm-hmm. This is a promoted, which means they paid yep, Twitter. Yep, yep. It's it looks like an anime porn game where wow. they they have to block out some of it because it's so graphic. Okay, like I have not seen this. Yeah, w- one is definitely an anime girl cowgirl position on a anime guy really yeah okay but i don't get it on my phone or ipad it's only on the desktop here at work does that mean someone here at work maybe someone searching that anime or something i don't know how that works so i'm getting a lot of that a bunch of them and then starting today i started getting an ad for something called mystery vibe tenudo what is that is that when i started that today too tenudo yeah what is that yeah I guess it's something different. Yeah. This thing it looks like you put on your penis. That's what this is. Yeah, I think it's called Tunudo. I okay. literally just started getting it today. Started popping up on the uh on the promotions. Yes. My promotions have been for artificial intelligence. Okay. Um, some voice software thing you can order and that. Yeah, I thought it was called Mystery Vibe, but maybe that's their tagline. It's the Tenudo two. The Tenudo two? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like this device. Black, right? Yep. Yeah, I saw, yeah. Where you put on your penis. Correct. And then have sex. Yeah. And it pleasures you and your partner. Right. What I'm trying to figure out is it's it's advertising that it prolongs. I don't understand how that's possible. Right. You would think more stimulation would yeah. lessen, not prolong. It doesn't prolong. seem to make sense to me. Yeah. But. I didn't want to click on that ad. Yeah. Because then, then in the feed, but I did want to. Go to the website, okay, to see what it is. Yeah, yeah. And this is how you know something's expensive. They go uh, click here to save fifty six dollars. Oh my god! Right. Uh, well, that means it's at least one hundred and twelve. Yes, you could get a fifty percent off deal. <laughs> I saw one of these uh, influencers on uh, Instagram was like uh, advertising for some sort of mattress. Mm-hmm. And they go, uh, use code blah, blah, blah to save $400. I'm like, what is that this That means mattress? it might be four grand. Usually the codes are 10 to 20% off. Yeah. So if it's 20% off, maybe the mattress is two grand. That's a, that's a good mattress, I guess. I guess so. Man. 
But yeah, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to check this out. What are you calling it? No, the, we don't have the, to check the, it out. The Tenuide? I think it was the Tenuto 2. The, oh, the Tenuto 2. I okay. think so. T-E-N-U-T-O and the number 2. Yeah. I'm almost certain that's what it was because I saw the ad like five times. Yeah, I got it a ton today yep. too. Yep. Maybe it's the computers here at work. It has to be because like you, I haven't seen it anywhere else. Right. Although I don't use the, I don't really have a computer at home anymore. Yeah. It's my tablet. That's what phone. I have too. Yeah, just the and tablet. I haven't seen it on either. The computer I have is in the basement, which I haven't used. I use it for the Cowboys. That's all been disconnected for months since the season ended. So it's only been at the computer here. Maybe God we ought to. People are searching here at night, right? Yeah, maybe we ought to uh, look into this and purchase this product and see if it works. Oh, you want to do a review? Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe I'll do a influencer review. That'd be great. You wearing the. Uh... The wrestling straps like Bruno San Martino back yeah. in the day. And then that thing on your schlong. The Tenuto. The <laughs> Tenuto 2. Oh, hi there. Hal Dukes <laughs> here for the Tenuto 2. For my pleasure and hers. <laughs> it was oh, comparing. It was saying, like, why would you want to go get erectile dysfunction pills that you have to keep taking when you could just pop this item on your shoe? How the hell does it work? I'm, I am, I'm not going to lie. I've seen all that, too. And it, it is. it makes you curious. Yeah. Like, what does this thing do that you wouldn't need the pills for? What? I don't know. Very strange. I was trying to figure out by the picture of it how you would even fit it on. Like, what was the front? What was the back? Because there was an attachment that would look like it was going to tickle an area as well. <laughs> but I didn't couldn't tell if it was supposed to be turned around to, <laughs> to tickle your butt so or maybe, to tickle the woman. Maybe this is part male stimulator, part womanizer. <laughs> It's something. It I don't is know, something. man. I don't know. But then just think, like, what all goes into getting a product to market? Yeah. And this... Want to test it? <laughs> whoever came up with this... Had to test it. Had to have an idea. Yeah. Had to create a... Uh, what do they call that first... Uh, the first version of it? The I, prototype. Prototype. Perfect. Had to... Uh, and just look, watching Shark Tank, you see how much goes yes. in and how much money... Yeah. And then to How much get research, it, yeah. To get it to the point where it's now advertised to us, meaning it is available. There's a warehouse full of them yeah. somewhere. I think you probably go to your best friends that are couples. Would you try this for me and give me your? Uh, I'm not. We won't mention your name or anything. Yeah. But could you do this and give us a review? Tell us how it works. It doesn't work. Does it need to be better? I would be nervous in a, with a product like this that it clamps your penis and <laughs> cuts off the tip. Right. <laughs> I'd be worried. Like. Is there a a like a you know like a watch battery inside there? I don't there? know. I don't know. And yeah. What if the watch battery dies when it's got the grasp? <laughs> I don't know. Or it's too much power, or it fries the wires yeah. when it's on you. I would be cur- I'd be concerned. That'd be a very embarrassing way to go to the emergency room. But clearly, I would think that has not happened, and they brought it to market. So the fact that it's on both of our feeds at work has me thinking. We got people searching for weird stuff. Do you think here. Adam and Eve sells this yet? No, I don't think so. I think they're think, this is an exclusive online I, only. I think they're a direct. Like they don't want to. They don't want to have to put direct it in stores. Consumer. Yeah, I should check Amazon to see because a lot of times Amazon people has everything. Yeah, people want their products out on Amazon. The problem with Amazon, which I looked into for our stuff too, man, they take a lot of money. They from take it. Yeah, it's not. And I know it's probably you got to take three steps back to take twenty forward. I right. get it. But you are going to take a beating when you start selling on Amazon in the beginning. And it's like, I mean, yeah. we're, I'm not Walmart. I mean, I'm just trying to have some fun with some products. It's not worth it. Right. You already don't want to have your product priced high because you're a new right. product. 
And now if Amazon's going to take this big chunk of it. And they do. Yeah. I thought about it for the calendars. I'm like, that'd be fun if actually you got some people in Missouri that don't watch the show thinking, oh, this looks fun. Yeah, they're just looking for calendars. Yes, and yours pops up somewhere. Obviously, might sell an extra dozen or two dozen, but it ain't worth it. It's not worth it. Right, you're going to steal, take all your money. Especially when Amazon sells calendars for $3. Yeah. It's funny on Amazon, some of the stuff you can get for so cheap. And then the stuff that comes is cheap. Yeah. If you buy $3, you're going to get a $3 product, but they have them. Gina has a theory that some of the products on Amazon are not the same product if you bought it in the store. I think that's probably true in some cases. She thinks they're using like cheaper versions of- They could be. Like a toaster oven or something. They could be. Yeah. Yeah, that's highly possible. Possible, right? Yeah, it's possible. Uh, uh, One final thing for you here, Jerry. In your kitchen, kitchen faucet. Yeah. Do you have two? Do you have a ser- separate knob for cold, separate for hot, or one of those where you have to put it in the one middle? Of those. I think that's in most kitchens. Yeah. For whatever reason, a lot of bathrooms have the separate hot and the separate cold. Yes, we don't. Ours are all all, all of ours. Are, yeah. yeah. The one in my uh, kitchen, my kitchen sink. Is such a very fine line between, between scalding hot, yes, and ice cold. I cannot if I move it slightly to the hot, ah, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, and I go to move it a little bit to the yeah. freezing cold. Yeah, that sucks. Such a fine line. That's the one thing in this house we've been in now for it'll be six years this November, I guess, or this October, whatever. That has been the one thing that's been really cool. The hot water heater, because of the size of, of tank that was used for the house. I mean, we could have, we could literally take four showers simultaneously, you know, two and two. Never loses hot water, and it's also, I mean, you can also regulate the how hot you want it to yeah, go on the unit. Um, and those are all set really well, and it's it doesn't take long for the water to get hot upstairs. It's really it's tremendous. So all of our hot water heaters in for the condo units yeah, are in the basement together, right? So you're going to down scold people? You could. You could, or somebody accidentally, like there's been times when certain times of the year where like, like right now, I'm currently in a time of year where my water is so hot. Yeah. Someone could have went down thinking they were adjusting theirs. And made a mistake. And jacked mine up. Yeah. Yeah. I probably should go down and check. And clearly label it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's weird that that stuff's out in the open. Yes. I I wouldn't care for that. Right. I could go down there and turn everyone's off. (laughs) Or the ice cold. <laughs> right. Right. As if you turn the heater off so it's all the water is just ice cold. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Crazy. What if you get in trouble for that? I would think if you like, that's not just purpose. a prank. Right. Right. You're screwing up with you're screwing with people's yeah, stuff. You, you are. And going the other way would really like if uh, you, you could hurt someone. Right. You really burn somebody. Yes. Because you you can get that really hot. No doubt. I, I my theory was though that this time during the year my hot water is super hot because the pipes coming into the house are not ice cold. True. That's that true. Could, that could be it, right? Uh, absolutely. Oh, no doubt. Sometimes in the winter, I have the thing jacked almost all the way up. I'm like, what? Yeah. That water's got to travel. It's right. Gotta, it's not easy. It does have to travel, Joe. Yep. Uh, oh, one more thing. If you didn't listen to the podcast yesterday. Yeah. Because you heard we had a listener, Andrew Leon. Mm-hmm. Some people, I think, because this is how I am with things, they'd be like, oh, I don't want it. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. It was the People that listened to it really enjoyed it. It was good. He had a lot of really great questions for yep. Jerry and I. So if you didn't listen to it yesterday because you're like, ah, oh, it's a guest. No, he's a good listener, man. He's, he's great. a great listener. He uh, won the the uh, 
The bidding. The bidding to come in here for a hungerthon. He paid a lot of money, like twenty eight hundred bucks, I think. Yeah. But he came with a lot of from Florida. Yeah, flew up from Florida. He had a lot of really cool questions for me and Jerry. So next year if he wins again, we're gonna go out to lunch with him afterwards. Perfect. I'm in for that, Jerry. All right. All right, let's do the warm up show. Tomorrow is Friday. We love Fridays. Summer freaking Fridays. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Here we go, action-packed Thursday for you. Nice to have you with us, Diaz Scazzeri. What is up? I was by your parts last night watching Brandon Tierney's kid play in a States game. Oh, by the way, passing through Edison. That's kind of cool. And across from me, his name is Al Pat Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. You went to another guy's kid's baseball I, game? I did. I went, uh, Brandon Tierney's son uh, had a so... To get to where they're at, you've got to win like your county tournament, essentially. Not quite that, but something along those lines. So he advanced to the state tournament where they won their first game the other uh, Monday. I'm sorry, Sunday. And they played again, or maybe Monday. And so they played again last night in South Plainfield. I passed right through Edison to go there. And yeah, I went and watched. I only could stay for four innings because it was 7.30, but I had to get home. I want to be in bed by 8.30. And uh, his kid's a good player. Is that right? His kid's a really good player, yeah. So I went and watched in South Plainfield. And, uh, yeah. Man, I'm sick of these kids who are good players. I sucked when I was uh, in Little League. Well, you got to remember. Yeah, okay. Uh, There are a lot of kids that that do. Yeah. In a game like this, you're not going to find many that do because now you're talking about the best teams advancing. Oh, okay. I think if they win this, I don't, I I think they lost last night. When I left, they were losing 4-1. 
Uh, I don't know if they're out, but the winner of this tournament like moves on to like regionals. Like, you're talking right? about really good teams. Yeah, so they don't have sucky players. I don't think there's anybody that's hitless for the season. Hmm. And if they are, they don't play. Well, if they'd like me to join the team, I'd love to go hitless for them, as I did when I was in the Little Fellows League of Colonia. Yeah, I don't think they need you. One rough season. That was a rough season, Jerry. You could write a book, One Rough Season. And that was a contract year for me. And uh, <laughs> I did not perform, unfortunately, for my Little League. It was a contract year. <laughs> Jerry, I was so annoyed yesterday. I, 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 Shocking. I've been obsessing over this lately. What now? So yesterday I went to, uh, I needed some meats. And I said, you know what? There's a local butcher shop. I said, I'm going to go to the butcher shop, get me some uh, quality meats. So I went into the butcher shop, and uh, all the meat is in the case. Like, they've already butchered the meats, and they're they're now in the case. They have uh, steaks and burgers. Right, you weren't going to see the cow walking around behind the yeah. guy. Right. But you could tell it was a real legit butcher shop. Yep. So I was excited to be there. The butcher shop swung around the iPad looking for a tip. Ha! I'm over it. <laughs> stop it everyone wants a tip this is what i'm doing from here on out i'm gonna become cash guy there you go i'm gonna just be not when i'm in new york city so don't mug me yeah but when i know i'm heading to a place with an i'm gonna just have cash on me at all i times. don't blame you and when i see that ipad cash register you're getting cash now let me ask you this enough did you give a tip i did and here's why you feel obligated i'm famous jerry I can't be... I think uh, we can relax on the fame I, a little bit. I can't be being... The, do you know who was in here? The very famous uh, warm-up show host, Al Dukes, mm. didn't tip. Yeah, I don't know that I that's a, a business I'd be tipping. No, you shouldn't. Everyone wants a tip now. Stop. That's why Dearborn's awesome. You go to the butcher, yeah. and then you go to the counter. Well, this is why... First of all, this is why I always go to self-checkout anywhere I go, because mm-hmm. who knows what you're going to tip. And they go, oh, you're, you're ruining people's jobs. Yeah, well, now everyone wants a tip. No more tips. Right. At, at what point at Stop and Shop do they want a tip to check you out? That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, it might come. Uh, my Amazon driver I'm waiting for. Yeah. UPS, FedEx. Tip, 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 tip. Everyone wants a tip. The butcher should not. I actually left a Google review. Oh, Jesus. Because of this. And I wrote to the company. Was I wrote the meat to the butcher. Good? The meat was good, but it was expensive because it was good. Right. I shouldn't be obligated, feel obligated, and it's a pressure you're putting on your customers. When I eventually open Al's Boring Coffee Shop, there's going to be no tipping. I'm going to have a big sign, do not tip our employees. You're also not going to have any employees. <laughs> I'm the employee. <laughs> That's right. Al, they're 24-7. Then remember there was this thing back when uh, you were always told you don't tip the business owner. Okay. That's what I was always told. Like if... Uh, if somebody comes to your house to do a service and they're the business owner, they're yeah, not I an disagree employee. With, I disagree with well, that. Well, no one does that anymore. Every tips everywhere. No, I don't. It's when they're really good and friendly. I do. Yes. And when they do the like, that's the whole idea of a tip is that right. you gave great service. Correct. Like if I said, "Hey, I saw a cow in your parking lot. Could you cut that up for me?" <laughs> Big tip. Then uh, here's the, another that- tip. From Al Dukes. Yeah. Then I would give a tip. I agree. But when you, when, uh, ah, but I so saw him becoming cash guy. I hear you. That's it. You Restaurants. Make sure you go to the ATM before you go in here. We got to yeah. make sure you, they accept cash in these places. No, you have to now. Because that was the other thing. During the pandemic, your cash is going to give me COVID. We don't want it. Please use your card. We all got used to using cards and then like 3%. Yeah. Now you got to pay extra for user cards. Like going to the right. gas station. No. That's, I am becoming, I'm going to have a... I'm Al Dukes, a, cash guy. Yeah. I'm going to have a wad of cash. Here's what I'm also going to have. 
I'm going to have 99 cents change in my pocket at all times because I'm going to pay exact change for everything. Look at you. And there's no more tips, people. All right. I might get a button to wear that says, cash, cash, give me cash. <laughs> I no longer tip. I tip waiters and waitresses yeah. and bartenders. That's it. I hear you. No more. All right. You're really obsessed over this. Yeah. And I also want to find the company responsible for that iPad cash register. Oh, it's an app. And I know they could bypass it because some places Of course do. you can. Of course. So... Nice butcher shop, I'll never return. Wow. All right. I'm never going. That's the way that I get goes. meat anywhere. Yes, you could. I go and stop and shop, I get meat. But even you said this was a better quality. It was a good meat. Good but meat. But not good enough for the iPad tip machine. Got it. Done with it, Jerry. I hear you. By the way, I saw, you know, the Super 70s sports guy yes, on Twitter? Yes, absolutely. He posted this morning... A Dave Kingman, when Dave Kingman was on the Cubs. Nice home run. Oh, my gosh. This moonshot went over the first street, which is Waveland Avenue, mm-hmm. and went, they followed the ball. Was went, this his 500-foot? It must have been. Yeah. It went on Kenmore Avenue, and it was bouncing down the. That's awesome. There were people running after this ball. That's pretty cool. And Dave Kingman, I looked, he was in great shape. Like, he had a flat well, stomach. Well, a lot of guys were. I mean, yeah. the problem is there were several that weren't. Yeah. And I feel like we hone in on them. But guys were in shape. Yeah, but Mike feel, Schmidt was in shape. Yes, but I feel like Dave Kingman was a guy like like a big muscular. I thought he was thinner. He was thinner. Yeah. I, I was very surprised by that. Not quite as thin as George Foster. Right. But thinner. Thinner. They, they used to call him country strong. He was country strong is exactly. Like Kevin right. McReynolds. Right. Not a weightlifter, right. but just a naturally strong fella. A man who works a steer, Jerry. Yeah, absolutely. Who A man who's out there milking cows, yep. who's uh, wrangling up steer, who's uh, doing that that calf thing where you try to... That seems cruel at the um, rodeo. Yeah. The, 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 you know what also seems cruel? Murdering animals and eating them. <laughs> but we do that too. And people get tipped for it, Jerry. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I know what you're saying. So I'm going to Texas in a few weeks. Little family discussion the other day. I said, "Hey, listen, we got a couple of days. I don't know what we're going to do. Anybody interested in the rodeo?" Did you say this? I did. You would have thought I asked them if they want to move to Alaska tomorrow. What? See, I'm you like, got... we're going to Texas. Yeah. You don't want to go to a rodeo? You're going to the rodeo? No, no, we're not. No, we're not. if I down. go to the rodeo, I'm going. They're staying back at the hotel. It was voted down. Oh, three zero or three one. I don't mind people messing with the bulls because the bulls. Get revenge, sure, but I don't like that thing where they have they have like a little calf running around and people try to rope it by its feet and yeah. tackle it. Like, except, what are we doing? Except most calves are turn into veal, so yeah. I'd rather be the calf that gets roped and let go again. <laughs> so I mean, pick your poison. And they do it with the sheep too. They do it with the sheep, sheep, and the that. calves. Yeah, yeah. I would say a calf that ends up in the rodeo is going to have a lot better of a life, I think, than the calf that ends up on your dinner plate. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. But I do love the idea, like, when a bull gets revenge on some jackass out there trying to run around. Oh, man, when the bull hits somebody head on or or the, the, the horn goes straight in their butt. Well, even the other day, was it Monday? It was on CBS Sports Network as we were doing this, and one guy got thrown 17 feet in oh. the air. <laughs> I saw a great video of at the rodeo. They put the people. Remember those things you and I went in at one of the um, kickoff the summers where we were in that big that big rubber bubble? The inflatable oh, yeah, bubbles, yeah, yeah. and we were... Yeah. So there were people in these inflatable bubbles, 
with the bulls. Mm-hmm. And this bull hit a guy in an inflatable bubble. The guy went was launched to Mars. Way into the stands. <laughs> it was so great. I was that like, is oh, funny. That is tremendous. Yeah, it's, uh, that whole thing is pretty crazy. But yeah. that's also sports to them down there. Right. It is a sport. Good for them. I don't know the the, the when the 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 problem with animals in sports is do the, I don't know that they know they're, they're in animals sports, right they don't know they're not sure they're in no. sports it amazes me when like the garden does the rodeo pack it out yeah you wouldn't think that people in this area are that interested in it but they are right the rodeo monster trucks yes that's another very popular one dirt bikes yeah absolutely anything where they're bringing in like they packed it out for darts a month ago that's true darts weird. Now they have to bring in all this dirt, yeah, into the garden. Yeah, where's that no coming idea. from? Although I will tell you, I did see when we used to be in Astoria, there was one specific night I worked until you know twelve o'clock, whatever it was, and I stayed a little after. And I remember driving through Manhattan on my way home around two a.m. and I got held up by a cop because they were letting all the um, circus vehicles and animals. So, like, the road was closed. Everything was blocked off. I was trying to get to the Lincoln Tunnel, and I saw the parade. And it happens in the middle of the night when everyone's most people are sleeping, so you don't know how they do it. My guess is that's all brought in at 3 o'clock in the morning, and they transform the garden to that. I wonder if they still have that Ringling Brothers or the animal I don't rights. think the garden does the circus anymore. I don't yeah. believe so. I think that's been a few years, actually, they haven't done that. Unfortunate, because where are we supposed to go now to see a bear ride a bicycle? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you come up with, a bear on a bike. Yeah, the bear's riding bikes. North Where Dakota. To see God that knows now. what they're doing in North Dakota. Or the internet, I suppose. Or the internet. You might be able to see that as well. That is very true. I once went to, you know, the our local churches. I Definitely in New Jersey, maybe Long Island too. Local churches have fairs in the summer. Sure. And there was a church near me in central Jersey called St. Cecilia. Mm-hmm. That's where we belonged as a, as a family. You still go there every Sunday? I have not gone in many years. <laughs> I know. But uh, they used to have a fair every year. And I remember as a kid seeing a sign for a show where a man wrestled a bear. Okay. At a local fair. But that, was that a real thing that happened? Was it and Brandon was it a, Tierney? I was going to say, because <laughs> Brandon did that show, but it really wasn't what it appeared to be. Now, I had heard later on, as I became a teenager, that the bear had no teeth or claws, which oh. doesn't seem fair. No, but he could still give you a backhand and knock you into tomorrow. Right, plus he's probably extra pissed that he has no claws and teeth. I would think so. Well, <laughs> unless it doesn't really know that it's got no claws or teeth. Right. You know. So we had that, and then like a, a big group of bikers used to go to that. And I remember being afraid of sure. walking by the bikers just because the bikers all you could have their, stopped the sentence out afraid. <laughs> all their bikes were lined up. Yeah. And I always had this fear of somebody bumping into it. And knocking them all down. Domino style. And then run. Yes. And yes. then the bikers being pissed. Speaking of fairs, did you see when you were out last week the roller coaster that got stuck upside down for three hours? I did see with people it. in it? Yeah. It's pretty wild. I I forget where it was. I don't know. Somewhere in Middle America, I don't remember. Missouri, maybe? I don't remember. We did the story because Sal didn't believe me. Yeah. I had to pull it up for him on the computer. And there were people, three hours were suspended upside down. That's got to be get them down. Well, I would get those people on every talk show I could just to get the experience. Oof. Here's the experience. Terrifying. And you're also supposed to not have blood rush to your head. Is that a real thing? I would think so, especially not for three hours. Right. But I... I, I, from what I gather, everyone came out of it okay, and they saved them, but... Oof. Yeah, that's a tough one. That is frightening. Right upside down in a roller coaster. Like, I don't like the roller coasters to begin with, 
I don't want to get stuck when it all the way. Like, don't get stuck at the top where I got to walk those steps down because I'm I'm fearful of heights. Could you imagine on the loop? Um, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah, what are the chances it would stop right there? I don't. I on don't the know. Upside down loop. You would think at the very least you could put the thing in neutral where it would fall back yes. down and then just kind of like the buccaneer and then would kind of settle. Nope, stuck. <laughs> yeah, that climb like you're meant where it goes. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and then you don't know it's on the other end. And you're right. Going on Rolling Thunder, a great adventure back in the day, ready to throw up when we got to the top. Right, that climb, man. Yes. And then you're right. Well, you see sometimes the wooden steps oh that, my God. that they have at the top of the roller yeah. coaster. Oh, my goodness. You also realize that the thing was built in 1904. Like, what is holding this up right now? That should be a ride in and of itself. You get to the top, then they force you to, <laughs> to walk. walk down. <laughs> to walk the steps down. Forget, then back forget in the, the tower roller. of terror. Yeah. It's the step down. <laughs> then you go back in the roller coaster and go up. Oh, that is funny. All right, we'll take our first break. By the way, if that's the way the day's going, oof. <laughs> I've got, now I've got sports for segment two, Jim. I know, I do. I got some stuff, too, as well. Okay, we'll, good. We'll get to that and a whole lot more, and then Boomer and Gio at six on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 520, how you be? It is a Thursday, end of the week. Always nice to have you with us. We take you to 6 o'clock. Al's got meat tipping problems. We're talking rodeo. We're talking whatever you want. And Excuse Al's me, choking on his phlegm. I Holy see uh, it's official. The Jets will be on hard knocks, Jerry. It's actually not official. What? It's, all, it's so funny. So yesterday all these reports yeah. came in. We got reports of this last week. The NFL has not announced this yet. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I saw a whole lot of articles yesterday. And you read them? Well, I did. Because they all say, NFL sources say. Well, here's the, here's when I um, went all in, when I saw Adam Schefter tweeting it. Oh, no, it's happening. Okay. But all I'm saying is they're still, according to sources, the same they were when this happened last week. Oh. Yeah, I was trying to think, like, I am... Uh, of of the many teams I'm a fan of in the NFL, Jerry, the Jets are one of them. Mm-hmm. So as a Jet fan, I would like to see this. I think it's interesting. I think Aaron Rodgers yeah. here is cool. I like to see because it's in New Jersey. I'm in New Jersey. I like to see if they go places in New Jersey. But I'm also trying to figure out as a Jet fan, do I think it is a legitimate distraction? That no, it's a training camp. So you don't think it's a no. They're used to cameras in their face nonstop anyway. And they're going to be a traveling circus with Aaron Rodgers. I, no, I did, no, not at all. So maybe this is good prep for the traveling circus maybe. that's going to happen. I'll tell you what. So we we talked about this a lot last week because this – and again, I just pulled up Jets Hard Knocks. Here are the first things that come up. Sources, Hard Knocks to feature Jets. NFL selects Jets for Hard Knocks, according to report. Um, next one report Jets Aaron Rodgers will be focused so it's the same thing as last week there's just more to it and it will become official any any minute any day yeah 
The problem I have with hard knocks is it's the same thing with the way the NFL schedule has become. It's too much. Hard knocks was awesome. And I will watch this because of Aaron Rodgers, no doubt. I don't know how far I'll get it. Like the net, the quarterback thing aired yesterday on Netflix. I watched the first one. Is that right? You're it's fine. It a, There's nothing wrong with it. It didn't hook me. But it's almost like the NFL has too much. There's way they, too much. So everyone's like, much. well, this is you're going to see all the work that gets put in, and you're going to get a look inside their homes. Yeah. And go on Instagram and, and TikTok. And va- you see all of it anyway. Like seeing Brittany Mahomes in her house, okay, as opposed to all the photos that she shares online with her in her house. There, I, there's nothing there for me. Now, you want to say as they get into it, we're going to see the pains and the struggles at home and maybe some interaction that we otherwise wouldn't have? I suppose. But how many times in Hard Knocks have we seen the poor guy walking out of the office crying because he just got cut? Like, we see all of that already. I don't. I feel like the door opening into these guys' lives with Hard Knocks was great. But, like, that wall's been knocked down already. Yeah, social media has beaten that wall yeah. down. Between all of it, like, so the hard, the, the Netflix thing, again, I watched the first episode. It was good. I guess I'll watch the next one. But you're not like, oh, my God, when I get no, home today, as soon as I get home. not at all. No. Yeah. You know what the best part of it was? Was Peyton Manning's introduction. Made it seem like being an NFL quarterback is like being the president of the United States. There's no job harder. Stop. Come on. And how long was the first episode? Um, 55 minutes, I want to say. Okay, so I didn't, under an hour, you think? It was just under an hour, all I right. believe. And I think there's eight episodes. And so uh, sure. because it is Netflix, did they drop them all at one time, or are they releasing I these think weekly? They're, so I only watched the first one. Yeah. I think they're all there, though. I okay, think you can good. watch them all. So I got home from Brandon's son's game, whatever time it was, at 8 o'clock, and I put it on because I heard someone call uh, Keith McPherson on the way home and mention that that drama, like, oh, I forgot about that. So as soon as I got home, I put it on. You're right. When 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 Hard Knocks first came out, like we didn't see any of this stuff really, unless you covered the team, right? And even then, you didn't see it all. You didn't get. You never got to see what a what a football classroom and and training camp was like, or what that that opening talk was from the coach to the team. It was great. You see it again now. Okay, we've seen it seventeen times already. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, and it works a couple times, like when Rex and the Jets were on because he was unique. He was a unique guy. So mm-hmm. I guess I guess what they're doing now is the the Jets is the only unique, really thing they could do. It's just the best storyline of the teams available. Yeah, because the other teams, ugh, I think it was like the Colts, the Commanders, I mean, yeah. the t- no Bears, one please, no Saints. One. That's what it was. Bears, That's Saints, it. Commanders. No one's interested. Ooh. Yeah, please. no, no one would watch. No, that. absolutely not. They had one. In, they had an in-season hard knocks last year on Amazon or something. Yes. No one watched it. No. So it just the the access is phenomenal. That we're we're living in a day and age like when we grew up, you basically got channel two and four, and those were your games at one and at four p.m. And you had Monday Night Football, and you couldn't wait to see more. Now everything is available, and it's it's overkill. Yeah. Everything's available and immediately. I'll take Aaron Rodgers just threw a pass to Garrett Wilson. And here it is. On Twitter. Yeah. Within seconds. It really is. It's it's great and it stinks all at the same time. The other interesting thing is saying like the NFL, they're, they're just constantly pumping out content and mm-hmm. content and content. And it looks now like, so yesterday, again, you brought up the, we, we had this hard knock story last week. We've heard about the Buccaneers bringing back their creamsicle uniforms. Mm-hmm. 
and they're like, oh, here's the uniforms. Then yesterday comes out this this super produced video package with the uh, players as actors, like in oh, this yeah. whole thing about the Buccaneer orange uniforms coming mm-hmm. back. And then that made all the rounds yesterday. They did that with the draft, too. It was so super produced. It yeah. looked like a movie. Well, check out, during the break, check out the Cowboys draft video. It, it, um, oh, it was the producer from one of the show, one of the Western shows. I forget which one. He produced this thing. Yeah. And the whole idea was trying to get a quote-unquote cowboy to come star in it. So they have, like, Dak Prescott. They bring Des Bryant back, and he's, like, they're doing auditions for him. And then at the end, Jerry Jones comes walking. It's it's goofy, yeah. but it's it looks like something out of Hollywood. Yeah, this had a, a similar thing, and I watched it, and it was like they had Derek Brooks was the main focus. They had Mike Allstott was a, wow. a bouncer at a bar in the, in this video. Pretty good. The comedian Bert Kreischer was like DJing, but it looked so well done, and you know that was done in-house at the, at the well, Buccaneers. because they're hiring good professionals yeah. that do this stuff now. The, the People like Tom Izzo get hired for jobs like this, where they know their way around video editing and, yeah. and shooting, and they're good at it. Man, I got to get in on that video editing shooting. I need stuff, to learn Jerry. how to. I, well, I about the shooting. I need to learn how to edit video. Yeah. So one thing with all the videos I have of the kids, I, I need to start putting stuff together. Not only editing videos, but doing the like pop up graphics and fun stuff. Yeah, Tom Izzo. Tom Izzo. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And so, it's like anything. The more you do it, the more you're going to learn. I just need the baseline know how because right now I don't. I don't understand it. It's also fun too, and I know. Tom Izzo has run into this. People like, I think you and I are more aware of what goes into putting mm-hmm. something sure. together. But like people in sales and things that want videos from oh, him. Yeah. And they expect like it's so easy to do. It'll take like hey, 20 minutes. These things like that Buccaneer video. Oh, days. Oh, my gosh. Yes. If you want it to look right and sound no right and have all the fun uh, graphics. And yeah, yep. it just takes uh, an awful long time. Yep. Let me give you a buzz. No buzz. Wow, Jerry. we got buzz, no buzz on July 13th. We got a buzz, no buzz on July 13th, oh, I'm Jerry. excited about buzz, no buzz, okay? I would have worn the t-shirt today. Oh, I wish we would have worn the t-shirts. All right. Buzz, no buzz. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. All right, I'm ready for this. I can't think of anything buzzworthy right now, so I'm, I'm, I'm listening. The ESPYs. Buzz, no buzz. Well... Considering I didn't know the ESPYs were on until I got in this morning and saw a clip of LeBron James on Twitter saying he was playing again next year, that is a hard no buzz. I had no idea. Same thing, Jerry. I woke up this morning at 2 a.m. I went through the uh, sports news feed to see what was going on. I was like, the ESPYs. And I was like, oh, right. They run that all-star break week. Now, in fairness, we never pay attention to it anyway. But... I saw, and I'm, I don't know, I feel like I watch ESPN. I feel like I didn't see any promotion for it, and it just, like, appeared. Right. I had no idea it was on. None. Absolutely none. Right. It just And it was appeared. on ABC, I think. Oh, really? Oh, they run on both, I think. it was on, on both, ABC, I yeah, yeah, I think so. And you're right. The one thing that came out of it was this uh, LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, I guess everyone, remember he, like, he was pondering, pretending like he might be retiring yes. at the end of last season? He's not retiring. He's here, not. here he was last night. Okay, good. real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. <laughs> because I'm great. <laughs> and you <laughs> and you want to watch me. <laughs> Lucky for you guys. Yeah, there, so there was that 
I want to give you one more clip that I pulled from this, which I thought with everything going on. So you know what's going on at ESPN. Oh, a yeah, lot, a lot of people being let go. A lot of layoffs. Now, a couple of guys have gotten big paydays, have they not? Yes. Who would they be? Pat McAfee. And Stephen A. Smith. Oh, right, Stephen A. Smith, yeah. So I guess with everything happening with the the writer's strike and all that, they had no opener. They had no host. So the SP just kind of went on. So they asked McAfee to just open it. And I'm thinking, with all the guys that got fired, is this really the way you want to go? It was literally me or Stephen A. Smith. Oh, I like. Unfortunately for all of us, Stephen A. Smith is busy this evening. He was going into the whole Zion Williamson thing. But right before that, it was too long to keep it. Right before that, he's like, and he mentioned the executives at ESPN and ABC, they got together in the brand new redone offices, and they had to figure out, like, you're the only two that got paid. Right, so you have Why to host. go there? Yeah. And he was good. Here's what I'll tell you. I watched half of it so far because I'm searching for audio. Um, it does not appear to me that he is reading. Like, I don't think there's a prompter because he is walking around, uh, walking around on stage. His eyes are everywhere. And it seems to me that he is doing this off the top of his head. It, pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. Um, this guy was a punter. Right. He was a punter. I will say, like, I would say no buzz for the ESPYs, but, but looking on social media, there is buzz for what Pat McAfee did. Okay. I'm, I'm getting through it right now. Yeah, so. I did see a lot of that. But, okay. But there was no buzz prior. And really, for buzz, no buzz, it's the leading up to. That's oh, what oh, buzz absolutely. is. It's not after buzz. It's the before buzz. Let me give you right. one more from him because I did think this was funny. So DeMar Hamlin was there. And he gave the Pat Maga the Pat Tillman Award to the Bills training staff. It was a really great moment and all that. But prior to that, here was McAfee talking about how great sports is and then referencing that and then into something that I almost forgot about. We all watched the situation unfolding on Monday Night Football as Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were trying to navigate the waters and we all at home feared for the absolute worst. And Skip Bayless was like, get that dead body off the field. We got playoff implications on the line. I, I genuinely laughed when he did that. He said it. The tweet's still up. Hashtag delete the tweet, Skip. <laughs> I thought that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> That's good. That was funny. Yeah, he seems like a natural. Uh, very much so. Very much so. I mean, and he talked for 12 minutes. So I don't know if he had like bullet points on the prompter to where he could see it and it said I, I don't know it did not look like he was reading a script at all it's a good job by him very good job it's hard to do my favorite was the norm mcdonald when i didn't he get hosted. there yet i didn't get there yet. no when he hosted oh 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 i thought he was talking about norm mcdonald no norm unfortunately has passed no, no i know that oh okay. i thought maybe mcafee oh, was no. referencing something. oh i don't know if he did but i just the, the norm one was the best a little uncomfortable at times. So uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> which made it terrific. And also had jokes with people that were right there in the front row. Yes. If I remember correct. Didn't he have a bad OJ one? Yes. He had about OJ murder <laughs> reference. Yeah. And that was the one where you could see Boomer's face in the cr- They 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 panned to Boomer at one point during the Norm one. Oh, right, right, right. insulting people. Yeah. That's right. I Good do stuff. have a, not a reference, but I will, 630, I'll play a McAfee He's, I'm not going to say he's ripping off Boomer. I'm not saying that, but they sound identical. Oh, is that right? That's all I'll say. It's about taxes. 
No. Okay. No, it's gu- not. No more guesses. That's a from tease. Me. I'll play it at 6.30. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, chock full of sports. <laughs> uh, and then you got Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on the fan. Oh, yeah, we are flying on a Thursday morning. Great to have you with us. The one of the Alan Jerry, until Boomer and Geo, 6 o'clock as we kind of set the tone for the station. We sure do, Jerry. We, <laughs> we are tone setters over here. Tone setters. I did see our uh, friend of the show, uh, Diana Rossini. What's she doing? She has a new report that says uh, Saquon Barkley is pondering a week one holdout. Okay. By the way. We talk about the devaluing the running back position in the NFL. Yep. Why are wide receivers so special? I don't know. Right? Because like, they're, I believe that position is loaded with talent. I really do believe that. As far as... Uh, There's that, a lot of great receivers. Right. A lot of great no-name receivers that yes. when they get in a system with uh, Aaron Rodgers or whatever, is great. It's got it. The partnership between the quarterback and the receiver has to work. You have to have a good tight end. Usually, if you do, that opens up the field. You have a good running. It all works in tandem. And I do believe, yes, there are a couple that are better than most. I'm not going to say that. But there are a lot of really talented kids out there that can catch the ball. Yeah, so it's weird that they that they still get a a yeah a decent a more than decent salary. Not to mention the fact they all have big drops in big spots. Right. It's not like they're guaranteed to make every great catch. They don't. Yeah. For as great as Odell Beckham Jr.'s catch was and his production at one point was, think about the amount of bad drops he's had. It happens to all of them. Yeah, in key spots. And it's not yes. like you're getting a lot of balls thrown to a game, so a drop is going to be a problem. Yeah, I'm with you. I do understand, like, listen, we've seen teams, if you don't have a quarterback, you're screwed. Yeah. But... There are so many guys, like you said, we, we already said, okay, well, we have plenty of running backs. There are plenty of wide receivers. I can make every case the highest paid player on an NFL football team should be on the offensive line. Right, like if you get an outstanding offensive line. You can't play without those five guys up front. Like you're, you will lose every game. If you have a bad offensive line, you've got no – I don't give you if Patrick Mahomes, Bart Starr, or whoever. You're not winning. I mean – there's a reason why the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl when the Patriots were unbeaten. That's because the Giants wrecked the offensive line of the Patriots and they harassed the almighty Brady. It's it's like, it's so simple to me. And those years when Barkley wasn't good or wasn't great. What you know, was the problem? Offensive uh, line, right? I forgot. That's Dude right, getting stuffed line. at the line every time. Yeah. I'm, why did you field calls about Eli Manning? Offensive line. Mm-hmm. To me, and I understand how important the quarterback position is. I, I get it. But if I don't have an offensive line protecting him and giving him the time to quickly survey the field and make the right call, he sucks. I guess that's what's weird when you look back uh, in the NFL in the 80s and 90s and 2000s. The guys like uh, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, Emmitt Smith. Mm -hmm. Well, I know Emmitt Smith had a great great offensive line. But I don't know, like, when the Lions were terrible and the Bears were not good with Walter Payton and Barry Sanders... Did they have great offensive lines? Or uh, Barry they... Sanders didn't. Barry Sanders was probably the best running back I'd ever seen because he made so much out of nothing. Um, Barry Sanders was, you know, you would, I would bet, I would venture to guess if I went back and looked at game logs, more times than not, you would see, you know, Sanders for a yard, Sanders for a yard, Sanders minus two yards, Sanders for 77 yards, Sanders for 35 yards. 
minus one, minus four, plus one, 53, you know, and whereas Emmett Smith was, and I watched a lot of those games, not all of them, but a lot of them, would just four yards a carry, five here, eight here. He gets six because the push up front was ridiculous. And he was strong and he was powerful and he found the holes. I'm not, you know, I'm not taking anything away from him. Different running back, different system. Imagine Barry Sanders behind the Cowboys offensive line. Would have crushed it. Yeah. We got to start making package deals for this is how running backs can maybe get more money. They package themselves up with a great offensive line. <laughs> and then they go into the Giants uh, office and go, hi, I'm Saquon Barkley. This is my friend. I don't know. Name a good offensive lineman. This is the problem. Andrew we don't Thomas. Know no, I, that's not going to work that way because yeah. they're all individual companies yeah, as we stinks. now know. We need them. We need them go in as a package deal and yeah, say that's not quite going to work. Not only will Saquon hold out Week One, but so will these three offensive linemen. Well, what does the quarterback do then? Remember back in the day, Dan Marino gave his guys isotoners, isotoner gloves. Yeah, <laughs> that was a nice gift back then. They get gifts from the quarterback because without them, the quarterback is no good. Right. Boomer gave his guys trucks one year. I think. I'm sure he did. I'm sure Dang. he did. That's how important that position is. We're it's, like the offensive line of WFAN. We're up front, 5 a.m. And we get paid like the offensive line. <laughs> no, we don't have any jersey sales, Jerry. No one wants our jerseys. Right, we're anonymous. Damn it. Yeah. Well, you know the good thing for offensive linemen is in this day and age of social media and accessibility and all the highlights in YouTube, you know more offensive linemen now than you ever did. So that's a good thing, especially with the NFL. They wear helmets, you know. It's not like baseball and basketball where you're seeing their faces. Now, though... I mean, like, offensive linemen can become stars in some cases. I feel like the Dallas Cowboys, the Emmett Smith offensive line, that was the first offensive sure. line as a unit that people are like. Well, well with Nate Newton and Mark Tuane, yeah. just to name a couple of them. Like, they were, yes, they were Larry Allen. Remember him? Yeah, Larry Allen. He came out of nowhere. He was a guard, and they made him a tackle. I mean, yes, the offensive line for the Cowboys, they, they, they definitely made them – Stars. I would, the I would agree. Only ones I can think of where where you go when you think like, ooh, who had great offensive line? Mark Stepnowski. Remember him? He was the center. Yes. I do remember that too. Troy Aikman got to feel his butt. Uh, all the time. But All the time. And then you add in a great fullback that can block as well. That like, what's his name? Did Daryl Johnston. And all of a sudden you really have got six guys that are leading the charge for your offense. And maybe a good tight end block. Jay Novacek back oh, in the day. Doug Cosby when I was a kid. Right. He was my fa- he was one of my favorites growing up. Right before Doug Cosby was uh, Billy Joe Dupree. Billy Joe Dupree. Dupree. That's yes, that's right. And who was the uh the tight end that dropped the ball against the Steelers in the Super Bowl? Jackie Smith? Yeah, Jackie Smith. Man, that ball was right in his head. Hit hands. him right in the chest. Roger Staubach was pissed. Yeah. And yet if Staubach probably missed him wide open, he'd probably be throwing his arms up in yeah. the air. You had this? Me. Catch a Super Bowl touchdown, you jerk. <laughs> you had me right here. I remember as a kid watching that because I didn't see that game live. Yeah. Clearly, that was I was way too young. I remember watching the NFL films when I was really getting into football. And at that point, 9, 10, 11, whatever, I was really into the Cowboys. And watching all those videos, I remember crying, <laughs> thinking about what could have been. We could have beat the Steelers. <laughs> oh, my whole childhood would have been different. It would have been different. If Jackie Smith would have caught that ball. You think about like how as good as they were, how close they were to maybe winning that Super Bowl, to possibly beating the 49ers in that championship game, and Danny White getting to a Super Bowl. And instead, those two in particular, nope.
Yeah. No sports gods those days for no, Cowboy fans, but no, there were for the Niners and the Steelers. Sports gods were Niners. If you believe in that crap like and, Sal does. And Steelers fans. Now, I just started uh, following on Twitter this morning Dan Orlovsky, the uh, analyst, yes. uh, former quarterback. Oh, is this about his uh, bathing habits? Yeah, in because the he seems to be tweeting some fun things. He did this last year, too. Yeah, so I guess last year he tweeted about uh, using the same towel when he got out of the shower yeah. for about 30 times before washing it. Right. And uh, Which is perfect. You wear your jeans 30 times before washing yeah. it. Yeah. I use my towel. At least a week without washing it. Yeah, maybe by yourself. It's you. Maybe two weeks. And I have a, I have two towels. I have a below the belt towel and above the belt towel. Got it. So I'm never drying my head or my face with my scrotum towel. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like I could use it more often. Do you? Would it bother you? Yeah. If I started selling scrotum towels. Uh, no. <laughs> Got to put your name on it. You want to put that in the Jerry Recco merchandise store? I think I do. Scrotum towels. Yeah. Well, we'll put, we'll label it. What size would you make it? The size of well, like it's got to be a body towel. Yeah, it's got to be Because you got to be able towel. to wrap it, wrap it around right. your rear end and your scrotum. Correct. And then, and then tie and then, it to your stomach. Yep, and then uh, pat yourself and <laughs> dry yourself off. And then you make sure. And you know how I know which towels are scrotum towels? One smells. <laughs> No, <laughs> I cut the tag of the scrotum okay. towel. You don't want that in your face. No, ever. <laughs> Even if it gets freshly washed, I know that that towel is not for your face. So note to anyone, this will never happen, that ever stays at Al's place. Yeah. Do not use the towel that's got the tag cut. Correct. <laughs> you know, my wife washes towels after one use. That's what Gina does. She does not. That's it. She goes, she feels like it will not dry properly. You'll get mold. She says, nope. You use a towel, put it in the washing machine. I'm like, but you're washing clothes nonstop. She's like, I don't care. I'd rather it clean and fresh than sit there. I'm like, okay. That seems like a lot of wear and tear in your washing machine. Uh, it is. Now, our, our, our washing machine, does. I feel like it's a continuous cycle. It, it works 24-7. Oh, my God. It doesn't yeah. stop. Well, his latest one was about, uh, he was asking, what's the acceptable amount of days to go without showering in the summer if you go in the pool. Yeah. Now, as a kid, I don't think he's that off on this. Man, yeah. People thought he was like the most disgusting human being. So you shower, you skip a day. It's not going to kill you if you went in the pool. It's whatever. He thought two to three days. Oh, I thought he just wrote two days. Oh, that he followed it up on the after his wife made him delete the tweet. He just tweeted two. Two days. Mm, yeah, two to three. You're getting a little gross. Yeah, as a kid, like when I was 13, 14, and I was uh, playing outdoors all day, sweating, and I went in the pool. You felt you felt fresh? Fresh. In, by the way, chlorine, probably just as powerful, if not Might more be. so, than soap. Very well could be. Right? Yep. Very well could right, be. Right. Everyone acts like everything's so disgusting. Now, if you go to a water park yeah. and you're in the urine pool, you better go home and shower. Right. That's not the same thing. But your own pool? One day is not going to kill anybody. There are people that don't even shower every day, even without going in the pool. Right. So for people to sit there and bury him for this, stop. Come on. You have a pool, correct? Yeah, I was in it yesterday. How's it uh, going this summer? Has there been more pool days than not, or have you feel like you you should be so, using it more often? I ran into a situation where we had, I would guess, mustard algae, which I'd never heard of before, where the pool was clear, but not 
It wasn't crystal clear. Something was up. It looked okay. Mustard algae. Yeah. And I was getting no reading with chlorine. Like, and the uh, I was throwing in chlorine like crazy, and I couldn't get a reading. So I Googled it. Turns out I had mustard algae. And there's only the best way to basically clear it up was to empty the pool. Oh. So I drained the pool, scrubbed the liner down, and refilled it. And now the pool is crystal clear and has been for a couple weeks now. You had to drain that pool I did. and go in there with the... I did. And I went in and scrubbed it. I got photos if you'd like to see it. Disgusting. I would like to see it. Yeah. You drain that out to the... Uh, right into the sewer. Uh, right, what do you have, like a long pipe? Like a really long or a hose? Average, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, Jerry. Um, two hose. hoses. Two hoses. Two hoses. Actually, yeah, it was two hoses connected together to get it out to the uh, sewer. How do you start the suction on that? Do you have to suck on the thing? Legitimate question. You know how people steal gasoline? And they put a siphon in your Is tank. Is he serious? I am right serious. Now? How do you get the water to, to... drain twelve thousand gallons of water? You want me to suck water through a hose? Are you out of your mind? Just to get it started, just to get the suction started. It's not going to. It'll take a month to siphon that much water out. There'll be so. How do you do it? A pump. Oh, you never used a pump? No. You had a pool as a kid. I used that one pump that I got from that adult store. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, no. A sump pump. Oh, okay. And the thing, I mean, it goes out rapidly. Oh, it does. Yeah. And then, like, we... and then when you when you unplug it, it will continue to siphon out much slower, but it still comes out. And then you has... plug it back in, because it has the suction already yes, going. Correct. And then when you have to refill that pool, now are you dreading your water bill? It is what it is. I've done it before. <laughs> what am I going to do? Wait, okay. Add it to the list of other bills we have. But here's what I have: a crystal clear pool. Yeah, now. that's good. So I'm not too concerned about so that. So what caused the mustard algae? Like, how do you know you're not going to get it again? I don't know that I won't. I don't know. I know something in the air. I've never had this before, and I've never had a problem with this particular pool. I never even heard of that. Me neither, until this year. I never heard of it either. So it said it basically said what the uh, the algae does. I would be throwing chlorine in, and it basically just swallows it up. <laughs> like, the algae just eating the chlorine? Like, what the hell? Yeah. And then you do a reading, no chlorine in your pool. No chlorine. You would That's get a amazing. reading. I would literally put it in and then take a reading an hour later. No, it's like there. I didn't do anything. Weird. Very I, strange. I'd love for science to take a uh, chlorine tablet and pour mustard algae on it. See, see it what happens. It. See if it eats it right up. You end up with grimace. <laughs> big, yeah, just giant mustard. <laughs> By the way, I'm out on the chlorine tablets. Heidi, what are you? It didn't work. What do you use instead? What's your other powder. option? Chlorine oh, okay. powder. Granules and you just oh granules and yeah. they absorb into the water. Yeah, I like that better. I feel like granules. it works. I don't know. I just feel like it works better. Or the, or the or chlor- liquid chlorine with the tablets. You have to put it in that thing that floats in the pool. Yeah, right? and it gets yeah. sucked into the <laughs> skimmer box. And I know some like big pools they use like, but it's dangerous. Obviously, chlorine gas. But Ooh. if that chlorine leaks, gas, yeah. But if that leaks, <laughs> you no, know, I'm out on that. Yeah, I'm good. But I'm, I know big pools do that. Yeah, no, I'll pass on the chlorine gas. Thank you. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence for Talking Golf. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, times, 5.57. We got Boomer and Geo standing by on this very busy Thursday. What else, Al? So I, uh, this is an international story, Jerry. This is uh, in Thailand. There's, I guess, Burger King has uh, stores in Thailand. Yeah. And they've uh, come up with a new product, a new sandwich called the Real Cheeseburger. It's uh, no meat, 
20 slices of, of cheese. cheese. Yeah, just piled on top a of cheese. each other. Literally a cheese burger, Jerry, minus the burger, of course. So it's grilled cheese hmm. with a burger bun. <laughs> How much does that cost, $19? No, it was actually very reasonably uh, priced because it's Burger King. Yeah, okay. They keep their prices real. Yeah, it is a grilled cheese, Jerry. That's, that's all not it a is. big deal. No, that's all. Uh, not a bad idea, by the way. Yeah. I like the gorilla cheese. I got that once out of the truck. A gorilla cheese truck? Yes. Yeah, you know what? Cheese. We used to have to f- battle the food trucks in New York City. They've, they've relocated. They you know have why? Relocated. All the businesses went out of business. All right. And they people to... don't come to work anymore. Yeah, we would see gorilla cheese, yeah. Korean barbecue. Yeah. Oh, did you see Major League Baseball starting their season in South Korea next year? Uh, I did not see. Dodgers Padres. In South Korea. South Korea. Seoul, South Korea. That's March the good Korea? 20... Yes. March, uh, March 20th and 21st. Kind of like when the uh, Mets played the Cubs in wherever it was. Japan? Japan, that I where think, it was? yeah. Um, it's where they're going to start late March. The baseball season will start very early. There is no way the baseball players want to go to South Korea. Probably not. They probably have the same question I have. They probably went into their manager and was like, is that the good Korea or the bad Korea? Can I take my vacation days? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can I, I might start off the season on the IL. I'm not going to any international countries. Right, you'll be in spring training the day before the trip. Pull up lame with your quad. Yeah. I'll go to London because I feel like I have an idea of what goes on over there. Well, you can go watch the Mets and Phillies in London next year. They're going to London? We're Do you going pay to Korea? attention? Yes, Sports? absolutely. Yes. And yeah, then you've got attention. another. Then you've also got uh, a couple of games in Mexico City and Santo Domingo. Where's that? Dominican Republic. Oh. Man. Which the State Department issued a warrant, a travel warning a few weeks ago. I remember you saying about the Dominican Republic. They better get that cleared up before baseball goes over. Yeah, there. you're not kidding. Be very careful. A lot of burglaries and assaults. Yeah, I'm not going to any country other than our own that has burglaries and assaults. Yeah, because we would. have plenty. Yeah, it's enough. We have plenty here in New York I City. I happen to agree. But yes, that was... WFAN, WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.